Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast to get you waffling about your mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks the journey. So join me each week as I open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today I'm joined by one of my favourite singers, so this is a huge privilege for me, it's this incredible singer-songwriter, Gabriella Chilmy. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so I'm so happy um, you asked me to be a guest. <laughs> Honestly, I, I said it before we started recording. I remember seeing you, and I can't remember what festival it was, but it was back when I first started going to festivals. I don't know if it was like V Festival or something. And oh, hearing like yeah. that, like th- those twangs of like sweet about me, and I was like, oh, oh my god yes like ah so yeah this is very surreal so thank you for joining me (laughs) oh thank you I remember the festival that um I really enjoyed that performance I I know there were two locations do you I can't remember which one but one of them um I remember we had a bit of track that kind of you mainly when you're a pop artist a lot of the time there you know everybody wants this big production around it but I come from a background where I just you know, I used to jam with my mates in the garage after school. You know, I was a bit of, you know, I always wanted to be like a member of Led Zeppelin or something. And I remember <laughs> the, the track where, um, which had a lot of the kind of synthy sounds stuff um, died. And it was just me and just, it, it felt, it was so fun because just so organic. It was just the yeah. guitar, um, keys and 
drums and you know bass really simple and it was just like freedom to me because it was it was playing the songs the way that I'd always imagined them or the way I yeah it was like reliving a, a childhood dream a bit um and that was really fun. <laughs> that must be quite nice, though, to kind of be able to play the songs how you want them to be heard, how you imagine them to be heard, or how you wanted them to be heard in a way. So I imagine yeah. that was quite a moment. It was. It, um, yeah, it, it just felt like freedom, I think. If it was the same V Festival, uh, you know, it was I, perf- I was performing at a time which was... I was really finding myself. I'd come out yeah. of a bit of an unhappy situation um, with my, yeah, just not being 100% happy with the direction my career was going in, yeah. my music was going in. And that moment just felt like a bit of freedom for me. Um, and I'll never forget it. But yeah. Oh, thank you for that. That's where we feel oh, like warm on this freezing cold night <laughs> <laughs> I know bloody hell although I think the heat is on in this house and now I've got it I've got to start to like that's the problem with this weather it's like oh it, it's freezing on the in yeah it's it's, it's freezing outside and yeah. boiling inside <laughs> yeah. you know what though this leads very nicely onto what I like to call the weekly waffle so it's something mm. that's really annoyed <laughs> me <laughs> that's a chance for me to get off my chest Mm. And this actually happened to me today. So obviously, mm. at the minute, obviously, I think we're in the middle of a storm. There's some, it begins with a B. I can't remember the name of the storm, right? But we're in the middle of a storm at the minute in the UK, obviously. And obviously, when I walked into the office, my hair was a bit windswept. And then there's always that one person who goes, bit windy out there. And you're like, oh. you're like oh, no. is it? <laughs> is is it? Yeah, stating the obvious. <laughs> My nose is on the different side of my face because of how windy it was. Is it? But I was like, this is actually how I left the house today. So thank you. Thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah. I really hope I'm not one of those people that just, I'm one of these people that's a little bit, I'm I'm starting to learn, but I'm a little bit uncomfortable with like silence. So I'll just say, I say things sometimes that they're like the most obvious things like, oh, it's cold out there or just you know when people just state the obvious thing I think I might be one of those people as well have you ever been have you ever done it though when it's like someone's pushed a pull door have you ever like oh should have pulled that I don't think (laughs) I'm that annoying (laughs) I'm not that annoying I'm the one who goes to to push the pull door (laughs) and the vice versa um but yeah I don't think I'm that annoying (laughs) good good Okay, well, we can carry on with the rest of the chat. <laughs> so has anything been getting on your nerves recently? Oh, you know what? Well, probably I was going to say pineapple on pizza is just wrong. But oh, I like pineapple on pizza. <laughs> I, I just think it just does not, it just doesn't make sense. But then, you know, each to their own. I mean, I'm not going to... I bought it by accident. I'd never gone, I would never... No, (laughs) generally, this is a God's honest truth story, right? So I was quite hungover one day and I was in the local (laughs) co-op and I saw a pizza that was like in the whoops bit. So it was, I think it was like a couple of pounds. And I was like, (laughs) oh, bargain. Perfect. That's what you need after a night out. Um, And then I got home and it was ham and pineapple. Mm. And I thought... I can either sit and pick all the pineapple off or I can just like me and my lazy self. But then halfway through, I was like, oh, that's actually not too bad. I mean, I'd never order it. Surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's to... yeah. No, that's, that's okay. <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually probably more annoyed 
with the fact that like you, you know when you get on the tube or you go into a shop and it's boiling 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 hot it's so hot it's like the Sahara Desert in there and you've just came out you know just you just walked out of like you know a blizzard and it's freezing cold and it's just and you've got all these layers on and you're just like oh now this layer and you're sweating and then you go outside and you're cold and your face is cold and you don't know and that's I reckon that's what makes you sick that gives you that gives you the the cold and the flu and no I completely agree it's really not fair it's just not fair no on the flip side of that you know like what's really nice bit about that you know when like you're on the airport like you just leave an mm. airport and like when you just go into a hot country and that like that warmth hit you like everyone mm. says like how nice that is and don't get me wrong mm. it's nice like oh I'm on holiday but then it's like obviously nine times out of ten obviously I've come from the UK so I've just been I'm freezing cold I'm wrapped up to like the nines and now I've got to get undressed again because that warmth of the hot country I, should, I probably should not be moaning about that in the current climate <laughs> it's just a to shock to the system it's okay it's okay, it's, okay. <laughs> it's called the waffle shop we're allowed to have it this is this is all part of it exactly. oh, I could probably talk exactly. ages on about that to be fair um but yeah because well, aren't you from obviously you're from a warm place a warm yes place. <laughs> i am i'm great um, at my research <laughs> <laughs> you're from a warm place yeah um i'm yeah born in australia yeah so i've been here for almost 15 years now but wow. i still don't think i've quite acclimatized i still I, i'm not a natural at dressing for like the cold weather I'm like I'm not yeah. really good at layering and I think that's why I just get really flustered when I have to when I when I go when it's freezing cold outside and hot inside hot in the tube I've just yeah it's, I, I've become a bit of it's not in my comfort zone still but um I do love I love being cozy sitting by the yeah. fire though so I feel that's, that's a very British thing to say though <laughs> like I hate it when you go outside and it's it's freezing and you get in, you've got to take all these layers off. So I feel like as much you you haven't climatized, I feel like yeah. that's a very British thing to kind of I've become moan. a bit British now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely I, I and also speaking about the weather, like it's just British people loved I mean it's just it's a big topic, isn't it? We all have that in oh, common. Always. Do what, I don't know if you've noticed this, like, since obviously, I imagine going from, coming from Australia, where obviously there's not that much snow, I imagine, <laughs> to come in here and like the first little bit of snow, the UK goes into complete meltdown. <laughs> it's I like, know. what to do is if like it doesn't happen every year. <laughs> it's funny, you go living in Australia and Australians tend to have this idea that it's just like freezing in London, but it's compared to, I mean, Scotland um it's not it's 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 like kind of warm here and then Scandinavian countries they have heaps of snow and you don't really get as much snow yeah. here you're not it's not quite dramatic as, um, as Brits yeah it's really dramatic <laughs> but yeah the country this country does not know what to do when you go into when it snows you would have thought that they would know but this country does not know what to do <laughs> any of the time. Oh my god, let's not As talk about tell, the yeah, current. That's what um, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to completely try. <laughs> let's not talk about it. politics. Yeah. Oh my no. goodness! Yeah. No, it's the one rule of this show is that we do not talk about politics. <laughs> Anything I like else? That. Perfect. No politics. Sounds um, good to me. <laughs> I wanted to ask. Obviously, um, 
you mentioned about obviously the move like 15 years ago obviously mm. that's like a little bit of a lifetime mm. so was that move for the music or what like what yeah. inspired the move it's funny it just kind of happened um I was signed when I was 13 actually um, wow. to an Australian label and they kind of um because especially at that time you know it, Australia was a much smaller market um they kind of onsold me <laughs> it's just it's weird because you you become you know looking back you see how much of a product you are yeah you know in the eyes of labels and all that stuff um and they they kind of onsold me to Island Records in the UK so that's kind of where um this was kind of the epicenter for my music and my um my career I um wrote my first album Lessons to be Learned in Alice Liddell's house who Alice so Alice in Wonderland was based on this um Lewis Carroll based wow. model on the girl who lived in this house um which is pretty um yeah it's pretty crazy that's surreal it's spooky to be honest yeah. um so I remember a lot of the press releases like oh she fell through the rabbit hole and all this stuff um but <laughs> It was magic. It was a magical home, a magical uh, garden, little streams running through it. And it was a typical, you know, it, it was like being in a Lewis Carroll novel. It was pretty um, surreal. And yeah, I wrote um, the whole first record with this guy called Brian Higgins and uh, a woman named Miranda Cooper. Um, they used, they did a lot of stuff with like Girls Aloud and stuff. I was like going to say that they got like known for like their pop, but you were too fair. You, you burst yeah, onto the kind yeah. of scene, didn't you, in this with this? To be fair, I'm gonna say this because to me, the way I kind of describe your music, it's like pop, but then you've got this kind of like kind of like folky kind of it the best way I can describe it, especially your latest EP, it's like it makes me feel really nostalgic. It like it's like I'm yeah. in like you know, like those little Irish pubs that you go to, and it just Aww. it just feels like those songs that have been around for like years that everyone knows the words to and everyone's kind of like swaying and stuff like that that like the water ep like that's what that's how it made me feel it was really oh, that strange makes me so. really, that makes me really happy um yeah i guess that i i do have this i've always had this affinity with um you know older music i guess uh, since yeah. i was a kid i don't know like my uncles used to um listen to a lot of you know kind of 60s 70s bands like Led Zeppelin and then um, even artists like Janis Joplin um, that whole you know that kind of late 60s era is like my favorite favorite era yeah. I continue Turner all that stuff um, I just loved to see I think I learned to sing from listening to those artists um, and can you remember the, like the song on. that you heard mm. and that just made you feel like <clears throat> that's what I want to do Definitely. I remember um, seeing a live performance. I don't know what channel it was on. Um, I remember seeing a live performance of Cat Stevens singing Father and Son. Ooh. And it was just a really simple, simple performance of him in, um, in a corridor, just playing guitar and singing that song. And it was just really, it was just this moment where I think I realised, wow, that's what music can make people, this is how music makes yeah. people feel. It just connects. It speak. It speaks to you in a way that um, 
you know you can't get out of a, just having a conversation with someone it's like melody and and the words and I don't know it's just you are speaking it, it really captured me yeah yeah um because obviously yeah music is really important to you and I I have to um you know remind myself sometimes because the whole the whole music as an industry is one thing yeah um but the reason why you, I started making music or and I wanted to sing was because, yeah, because of moments like that, because you can speak to people and, and you know, um, it just transcends yeah. so many things. Is it but, like, because yeah. um, <clears throat> obviously when it comes to musicians, and this is why I love having musicians on the show, because... And to be fair, I'm going to tell you, because I, th- I see, like, you actually follow another one of my very, like, very good si- favourite singers, um, Leon Bailey. And I was yeah. having this kind of conversation with him. And honestly, it, it just poured out of him about, like, how therapeutic, like, the songwriting process is. And, like, mm. when things get a little bit much for him, like, sitting down and just, like, picking up his guitar and stuff. Like, is that a similar thing to you? Like, when things get a little bit much, do you, are you like just you just throw yourself into it yeah definitely I think there are times when um that's that's yeah definitely a way of healing for me and actually Mm. just the release of of singing and being able to put you know words to a melody and let it come out of you and flow um that's definitely when I'm in my in my happy state when it's just like it's just the way something can just flow out of you and um you know, I've had moments, I've had my ups and downs with my relationship to creating and writing music yeah. because sometimes the pressure might get in the way or there's some, some underlying thing going on in my life that I need to address that might be um, stopping me from being, you know, my best creative self. Yeah. But it, it all comes down to this relationship with, with trust, I've learned, trusting yourself and making music is like a, the ultimate, you know, for, for me it's like... It, yeah, it's kind of an act of um, of self love and and healing because when you trust yourself to do that, it's so, you know, it's a very vulnerable thing. I think really singing and seeing how you're feeling and writing songs. You know, I I, I admire anyone who the, gives it. Yeah, a go. it's one of the bravest things you say because I I often think about this like especially when it comes to like, well, it could be anyone who sings the songs mm-hmm. about like a like a might have been just like a snapshot in their life or an ex or a relationship mm. or a hard time and then like you see these like artists like go on to like perform these songs like night after night after night and mm. to kind of go through that like it's, a, it's fair that's actually quite a good I'm bigger my own question up here now like <laughs> <laughs> well done Taylor um <laughs> when have, is it, have there been songs that like you've written that you kind of not necessarily want to sing again but do they kind of remind you of a certain point of your time that just kind of like needs to kind Mm. of stay there or is it a case of like well this is me how I feel about it now when I sing about it that makes sense I I feel like it made sense in my head (laughs) I feel like you know um when when you're right when you're performing as well especially like on stage or to an audience for me it's like it's like um the song takes on new meaning because you're performing it for other people and I when I'm on stage almost forget about what it means to me and I think oh you know I just hope people out there are enjoying it and I hope it means something to them and it connects with them and once it's out there it's kind of once it's written and it's it's out there 
I've, I can let it go um, and just release it. Uh, but it makes me happier when somebody else, you know, he isn't, can relate to a song. Yeah. And that just means that whole experience is like, it's almost been been healed and it's all come three 360 yeah. i don't know um it must yeah, be quite, like rewarding yeah. though in a way like to be like watch someone take in interpret that kind of thing and like how they can relate to it and how like even if it's got them through a bad time or you know like it's just i don't know you you pretty much have you have the best job in the world like i'm so jealous i just wish i had uh-huh. to, i wish i could sing <laughs> can you some people think they can't and then you hear oh, them and then they're, they're really good <laughs> and then some people think they can and then they really really can't my poor dad i feel really bad. oh wow, so they're going to take shots on this show <laughs> oh my god i feel really bad but uh I don't know, i'm not i'm, I'm not be, uh, like god bless you said dad. it now you said it now i've said it now he knows, he knows because he's he always used to sing sing songs i'm like he's and I said, come on, why don't you record something? <laughs> record some BBs for me, some backing vocals. So he came in and he recorded them and he goes, is that what I sound like? <laughs> He'd never heard his voice recorded back. And I mean, he's good at many things. My dad's a hairdresser and he can do, Wow. He, he's really good at like drawing, doing all really creative stuff. But maybe, maybe he's a songwriter. <laughs> he used to sing makeup songs in the morning when he used to wake up and I still remember them today, but... I think in terms of like, you know, <laughs> it's, See, it's, fair, it's, if you still remember them now, he's there's they're there, they're, they're stuck exactly, in the head. <laughs> exactly. So I think maybe he's he's more of a songwriter. Um, but but oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> really bad now. <laughs> well, it's yeah, true, sorry it's if he's listening to this. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he, he doesn't mind. He'll probably find it funny. Um, but yeah, he did it, he didn't realize. But I actually think singing is really no matter whether you're singing in tune or whatever, but I just think it's actually really good as a release because yeah. even when I'm not writing, um, I sometimes forget that singing is like, you know, I, w- I was singing songs before I was, was writing songs and that's a, that's a release. And a lot of friends and people I know are like taking up singing lessons now and um, just for fun, like, yeah. which is, um, I don't know. I think it releases things that are trapped inside your body. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I'm sure there's somebody looked into it and yeah, I'm sure there's it. some kind of like scientific. But it yeah. is though, isn't it? Because it's it's like like it's like karaoke, isn't it? Like mm. there's like these people who do. I mean, I've only ever done it like once oh, or twice. Right, exactly. but, but it's like yeah. no one cares. Like you're there just to have a good time. You're singing like one of yeah. your favorite songs, and it's just like. So I imagine, yeah. No, no, I'm with you on that. That's really, it really interesting. Take up I, I know in, <laughs> yeah, now I, I get it. Why maybe why people love karaoke because I've, I've always thought, oh, karaoke. What's it? So, do, do, are you, obviously, you have an incredible voice. Like, has there been nights out where, like, you've yeah. ever been pressured onto the karaoke? <laughs> Just like, uh, I stay, I'd like to steer away from karaoke. I, I feel a lot of pressure when it comes to karaoke. And I, I don't think it's about that. It's not about putting on a performance, but I can't shut it. I don't think I can shut that side of myself yeah. off. Um, what would be fun. what would be the the song though if you were to get Probably, up there? Um, Paradise by the Dashboard Light Meatloaf. <laughs> it is so good. Oh, Bad Out of Hell. Uh, they're know. big. They're big songs. <laughs> they're big songs, and they're long. And me and my cousin, 
I remember once my uncle was so exciting when we were kids. He bought a projector screen and he loved Meatloaf and he had Meatloaf live in concert and we would watch it. And I remember watching that song Paradise by the Dashboard Light. I, and it, mom, my mum used to say things to me, oh, the lyrics in the song are great. They're great. And it's like, it's like he's having, they're like, you know, they've just finished school and they're having this like big, like, sexual awakening and it's all like lived <laughs> out on the screen I'm like this is really disturbing it's actually really just and then this the it's, projector. It's, <laughs> on this big projector screen and this performance I mean the performance is amazing uh I don't know maybe we should link it below um I need to find <laughs> it on YouTube um it's, it's pretty phenomenal it, but people who listen to this are very disturbed so yeah, <laughs> they'll, it's, they'll it, love it no uh, it's it's pretty amazing um but yeah it would have to be that because it's it's epic. fair. There's a there's a lot you like you're talking about like lyrics and stuff. And I actually wrote this down so I remembered it. But when I heard um your song, um, don't look back, it was. Oh. So it's I don't know what it is because I have this real horrible tendency of remembering things that I've done like five six years ago or stupid things that I've said or aware that I've behaved and I get real bad like anxiety or it kind of creeps into imposter syndrome and stuff like that mm. <clears throat> but there's a line in this song that the clocks are going forward and we can't change that so we don't look back mm. so to me I just thought I was like it was just that little bit of a kick to kind of like focus like on going forward and you know this stuff like that I can control rather than what I can't control and it yeah. like it's, it was that lyric that you know when you, like, you heard it on the right day and just been like Thanks, Gabriella. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, when I wrote that, I was trying to let go of a lot of things. Um, and I was coming to a stage in my career. I think I was, you know, um, where I'd just broken up with like my management that I'd had since I was 13. I'd kind of left the label who didn't want to, they wanted me to release like dance records. And I was like, you know, that's yeah. kind of not my thing. Um, and it was just, uh, I was really at quite a low point in my life, but mm. that, that whole record, the sting and that song, in particular, that song is my favorite actually on the record, but it's, I really needed to let go. Like I, I did a whole, I cut my hair and I did all that. I did yeah. all that, like, letting go. that the real obvious stuff you do when you're, when you're going through a, light, a dramatic life change. I only wore black. I was in mourning. It was all, all very dramatic, but it really helped me to, yeah, to let, to let go. And I'm still, that's really hard for me to do. I, I'm not a person who really easily lets go of things. Yeah. Think, you know, that relationship with control has, you know, something that I think I've been work that I'm still working on so it's tough yeah. though isn't it like it is yeah. really tough and I don't and I think it does take to have these conversations that not necessarily bring it to the surface but it kind of makes you realize that you're not on your own feeling those things like mm -hmm. I feel like there's this underlying especially with like the past couple of years that we've been through like mm -hmm. it's it's been an absolute nightmare but like going back to like your experience and stuff there's this real sense not that no but like mm. it's kind of like you're in this constant feeling of like mourning things that either aren't quite dead or not like dead that sounds really like morbid but you know like mm. 
or you kind of grieving the, of the life that you thought you were going to have, or you were grieving for this relationship you were going to have. And it's, it's a really, life is hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is you're going to have good times and you're going to have bad times and it's, it's inevitable, but you, um, and you know, for me, that whole, that thing of being able to be in the moment and let go a bit, like let go. Like um, I had a bit of, I mean, I go, I'm like one of these people who grinds my teeth at night. I have one of the, I like, you know, obviously I keep my nervous energy in my yeah. jaw. And uh, <laughs> so I, I, um, I had to go for like a massage basically to try and get my jaw sorted um but the uh the therapist just said you know just let go like let go of your hand your hands are like this and it all just creeps up through your whole whole body's connected and when you're stressed you know you hold you keep a lot of tension in you know for me it's in my face and in my jaw and he was just like just let go of your hands and you, you don't realize that you you curl up and you um you know contract intense isn't it intense isn't it and and just letting your hands go and it's like oh it's just a little bit of release and it helps that little thought just helps ground you in the moment i think just like what do you just let your hands go um yeah mine are like claws all the time (laughs) i don't know i don't know if that's some kind of like throwback from you know when we were you know we're all a work in progress yeah (laughs) exactly exactly but um but yeah, there's just those little things really, really help me. Um, when things yeah. get like, obviously, I know we, we've obviously connected and we've, we've spoke about like the music side of things. Like mm. when things get like a little bit much and like obviously you're very open and honest when it comes to kind of talking about like your feelings, your emotions and mental health. Like mm. what else do you kind of turn to when things get a little bit much? Like a coping mechanism, for example. Yeah, I do a lot of like... um you know, for me, uh, my heart starts racing if I'm, you know, at nighttime, if I'm really yeah. um, nervous and um, just, um, yeah, I can, I do my heart beats. So I, I have to like regulate my breath and there are things like yeah. fox um, breathing you can do and yeah. just taking deep breaths, you know, breathing in, you know, for a count of five, holding your breath for a count of um, seven and then breathing out for a count of I don't think the numbers really matter in in particular as long as the out breath is yeah. is longer than the in breath and that stuff you it, it's funny like you think oh that's not going to work but you can feel it you can feel your heart just you know just regulating your nervous system that is really um something that's been helping me a lot um lately um I like to do things like that um, put me out of that stopped me thinking about the things that I'm worried about. So, yeah. um, you know, I might get like a clay kit and make things with my hands or just, God, um, brilliant. or just, yeah, or play, you know what I love, I really want to get, which is something called, um, it's like Play-Doh, but it's called kinetic, kinetic sand or something. My friend's kids were playing with it. Is this one where it's like when it's like, when you put it in water, it's like sand and you take it out, it's like. No, but I loved that. I magic sand. I had that <laughs> as a kid. Fun. I love all those kind of things. I had like sea monkeys, magic, anything that was like a bit messy and like in water and like gooey. I just love. No, this is like sand, and it's but it's like comes in. It's like um, you can make things out of it. I don't know, but it just yeah. just things like that. I like get things that get me into my body because I'm a real 
heady person, I guess. I get I, I get stuck in my head and think too much. Yeah. And um, I'm actually doing hypnotherapy at the moment, which um, sounds a bit, you know, a, a lot of people have this misconception that hypnotherapy, you're going to be put into a state where you're not going to be able to... Uh, I blame yeah, Disney films your for hypnotherapy yeah, <laughs> because right. everyone just imagined there's like something waving in front of your face and you kind of yeah. just like your eyes are kind of turning to spirals. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm all for um, it. <laughs> it's it, Yeah. Have you had it before? I haven't, but yeah. I've got a lot of friends who have done it and they highly yeah. recommend it. So, and I'm yeah. a big believer in if, if something genuinely makes you feel better or if it helps, then mm. there is no person on this planet can tell you that's the wrong thing to do because if it helps you get this sense of kind of well-being and it gives you a, like a sense of comfort then go for it yeah i think so and it's funny i, I came across um her name's um jessica boston uh, she's a hypnotherapist i've i did like a little um uh, throughout the lockdown, I did this little series called Chillin' with Chill Me, Chillin and Chillin I me. interviewed yep. her. Yeah, <laughs> play on words there, and uh, yeah, um, and I, I interviewed her, and um, just some of the stuff that she was saying to me, it really it it clicked with me. And uh, I've had OCD since I was a kid, and she'd had the same thing, and um, eventually now she's like a qualified hypnotherapist, and it's a very much it's not airy fairy at all. She's you know. Yeah it's very much grounded in a lot of research and it it's just it's it's helped but it's made it's made me see that the issues that I have a lot of it is just you know to do with trusting my trusting myself yeah um and not, you know you you might think that you're you're holding on to say say for example you think that there was a relationship and you really blame that that person and you you hold on to it and you've made a big deal and that is what is wrong with my life and that is why I'm I'm the way I am it's normally yeah. something underneath that there are layers there are so many layers and so we're, she's helping me go kind of get underneath the layers <laughs> so no, I'm if, definitely if, working so do you think I was about to say but like do you think like it's working because even like, I can tell by just by like the smile on your face like when you're like just, mm. when like you're describing it like it's quite clearly having a positive impact yeah, I think it is. Um, yeah, it really is. I've just noticed, you know, no changes overnight. And you, you know, it's helped me realize that there's no, the destination isn't going to be, I'm, everything's perfect around me. I, I have the perfect life. You know, there are going to be like great moments and there are going to be, there are going to be highs and lows. Um, and it's just about, you know, having that foundation of you know I, I I trust myself to make you know to look after myself and to keep myself safe and um to create to create my life really um and I think a, a lot of issues especially with OCD stems from control uh, wanting to control things yeah. and yeah Can I'm having to like, um, a lot of patterns <laughs> like but that's fair I think it's just massive work in progress actually <laughs> like and obviously please tell me to like shut up if this is a little bit not too personal but mm. obviously when people put things in a certain way and they're like oh i'm very ocd when it comes to that being in a certain way like mm. like what is like ocd like to you because yeah. obviously i know that that is thrown around like an awful like it's the same like oh yeah. like oh I'm, I'm struggling with like anxiety and it's like 
are you just feeling a little bit anxious or do you have mm. like a genuine like anxiety disorder it's that kind of like yeah it's this is weird, really but... important because I think a lot of people think OCD is you know having an obsession with cleanliness you could come yeah. into my room and you you could probably probably tell I don't have an obsession with <laughs> she's cleanliness a liar and... she doesn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me that's why people say you don't you don't have it but a, a lot of the times it's um you know for me I remember you know I I can't quite tell where it started maybe it started yeah. when my mum was unwell when I was young um she had a breast cancer and I think as a kid you know um I took it upon myself to kind of I, I started doing this thing where I'd line shoes in a row and I'd say if I lined these shoes up in a row everything will be fine you know this person won't die my mum won't die or um and then it, it kind of just grew from there and yeah. it, there were all these little things I had to do and you know I, I did do a, a you know things like you know, flick you know some of the more obvious OCD things like yeah. flick the light switch a few times and I'd have to do that six times otherwise you know that woman that I just saw across the road would die and then it, it kind of becomes a bit it, it might sound I think a lot of people actually have have these type of thoughts yeah and um you know, or it can be a thought, an obsessive thought, intrusive thoughts, you know, um, if I don't hold my breath, then the world's going to end. I mean, that, that might not be my, my thoughts, are, you know, they're different to that, but yeah. they're the kind of, the type of things that I would, that I would think and, and think. And it's just, um, you know, the hypnotherapist has helped me see that was my way of trying to control things. So as a kid, yeah. I was just trying to, you know um make sure everyone was okay that was my way of making sure everyone was okay and it just grew and um underneath that me feel really like um and this has never happened before like I actually feel really like emotional purely (laughs) because like just hearing like you talk about like like your mom and being like um like trying to control the situation and stuff like that like I know, I know, I've told I know. people that, but like, I, that's how mm. I feel like quite a lot of the time. Like, if I behave a certain way, or if I like, if I put out this podcast episode, it's my way of con- kind of controlling that everything's going to be okay. I'm going to be okay because that's what it looks mm. like. Even though obviously the situation my mom's still going on, but I know I've oh, I've wow. I listened to your your podcast and your story, and you know you are you know you're you're a caregiver as well and you want to look after your family and you want to you know I I can I can see that um I can see that in you and you you want to look after nurture people and it's sometimes it's hard to you you have to um you know prioritize your your mental health as well um and it's it's hard take because you've taken that all on and you've got to cut yourself some slack and you know (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna have to like change the conversation <laughs> wasn't expecting uh, this <laughs> no no uh, I'm, I'm sorry I, I no um, don't be silly no it's all good it's all good but it's all good you know, but thank you I definitely <laughs> admire it's it's you know it's it's you gotta um give yourself that space and allow other people to help you take on the burden sometimes but it is it's it's hard and especially when you, you one of those moments I'm like much. I'm going to just back and I'm like, thanks, Gabriella. 
Oh no, sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry. It's gonna be another one of those moments. That's oh, twice you've done. I hope that I'm now. not I hope I'm not being I hope I'm not being preachy here. No, uh, honestly. And but... But this is this is genuinely and this is one of those moments when I have one of these chats where I'm genuinely in awe of the conversation because obviously I've never met you. I mean, I've watched you on stage, like sing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And to be sat here now having this kind of like conversation, like we've lived very, very different like lives, but the emotions and the feelings and, you know, all that kind of stuff, like it brings us, we're more kind of similar than we are. No. Yeah. We're more similar than we are different. That makes sense. And most, most (laughs) people are, it's so funny. Like I, I just don't think most people are having such similar experiences. And it's funny that we dis, you know, we're so ready to disagree with someone else. And so, you know, especially on social media, you see everyone's yeah. calling each other out left, right and center. We're so quick to judge and point the finger. And, but if I wish it was the other way, why can't we be quick to point out our similarities and talk about what makes us, yeah. you know, what we have Special. in common. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm sure I'm, I definitely get worked up about things I see sometimes and I'm like, how day, how day, but <laughs> it's just, you know, it, there's like a, and everyone's your mirror, really. I don't, I don't know. This uh, is deep. This is getting. <laughs> yeah, it's getting a bit too deep now. Okay. Right. Yeah, this is, um, like, <laughs> this is like turning into like one of those like Joe Rogan like, like, hours. Because like. I've, I've, I had, I, it's funny, I had, I had my hypnothera- hypnotherapy today. That's probably why I'm just in this mode of, um, of, of probably, you know, I'm, I'm just probably relaying things she said t- to me and now I'm, you know, relaying passing it, it to you, but uh, passing it on. But, but, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm constantly learning. And, and this, these two past two years have really forced me to take, because mm-hmm. you think you got it all figured out as well. And then just something else comes up and you're like, oh, I have to go through this again. Here we oh. go again. <laughs> Here we go again. All these emotions and um and it's you know it's you know I feel really lucky that I'm I'm able to do these things and to yeah. to find to find help because a lot of people can't and um that's why I think these podcasts are so important. To, I listen to podcasts all all the time to like um you know the holistic. Uh, Dr. Nicole Lapera, she's a, she's got a, she's great. Um, She talks about childhood trauma. I listen to all of these podcasts because, you know, I I do think we need them. I think you can overload with information too, but you know you, you feel that's like why i like the nice mix i like to have a, yeah. like, a little bit of humor in there and have this kind of conversation because this is what i relate to and it kind of mm. it just makes i don't know it's just i love the thought of just like sitting around like like we are now like having a chat like it's like you sat in a pub like with your mates having to like oh have you heard this song have you heard that song oh what's annoyed you this week and then you have this kind of chat that i'm not gonna lie like i wasn't expecting to feel this oh god that was awful I wasn't expecting to feel this <laughs> chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to drop a put about the name then. I thought, no, no, it's all don't right. do The that. more it gets into people's Sorry. heads, the better. Because I constantly get like, kill me, Gabriella, kill me, Kalini, Kalini, just anything but what it is. And so, you know, I, I did think when I was, you know, coming, uh, well, when I started to sing and we yeah. were going to release music, whether I should change it to just CH. But I don't know. We no, 
No, no, it, I like it. Like, and it's your name, isn't it? <laughs> it's one I, now I wouldn't change it. I used to be a little bit embarrassed about it, actually, when I was a kid, because people would always say, kill me, kill me. You called me that and I might. <laughs> I know, exactly. That's that's how I got up to one point. It got a bit like, you know, but... Um, I'm not yeah. surprised that, like, your teeth and your hands were like this. You're like, that is not my name. <laughs> we're all on edge, those bloody... That's why the chillies are on edge all the time, because they're like, you know... <laughs> But, oh, and it's wow. got origins, you know, the origin of the surnames in Sicily as well. So it's a bit of like, uh, you know, make makes sense. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to travel again. <laughs> I, know, I know. But actually, speaking of travel, you have another love. You like Scotland. Yeah. Well, but my do you live in Scotland, or no. uh, you know, I, we do. We do think. I do think about that. Um, yeah. Because it's such a beautiful beautiful place and yeah we often go on on trips um around there we went near somewhere near Mull of Kintyre we were last time I can't quite remember the the town but we stayed in a little cottage in like you know on, on a farm somewhere in the middle of nowhere no you know you have to walk on top of you know to the mountain, <laughs> on top of the mountain to get you know any kind of uh phone service it's oh Scotland is beautiful I, I love it and I've always felt at home there ever since uh you know, my first one of my first festivals was Tea in the Park, and oh, I was always was jealous so of Tea in the Park. They always had the best lineups. Oh my god! There's an amazing festival coming up in Scotland. I can't remember. I know. Yes, and yeah. Paolo Nutini's coming back for that. Yes. Um. Uh, and a few other people on the lineup. I can't remember who. I was thinking, oh, that sounds really good. I really want to go. But yeah, Scotland is very. It's very Do magical. It. And, Wait, um, so is there, is there any plans, mm. you know, obviously you've had a few years to kind of get <laughs> the writing in. So is there yeah. a chance now, is it going to be like, is there plans to kind of get out on the road? Well, obviously, yeah. not the minute, I really think but... that there'll be music next year and a few gigs and stuff popping up in the summer. Um, so fingers crossed they can all go ahead. I, I haven't performed for so long, like being on stage with my band or anything and yeah I do really miss that there's nothing like the feeling of of playing live and, and connecting with people and being around live music you know I haven't gone to as, as many gigs as I would have liked to um recently but yeah I can't wait to to get into all that again I hope so. Well, if you're free on the 5th of March, I'm doing a little bit of a show. So if you want to dust off the guitar. Yeah. So Coventry is like the city of culture this year. And as part of that as being, obviously this is madness to me because this started as kind of therapy. So now it's like turned into like, oh, okay, now this is like, (laughs) people want to talk to me. People know who I am. Um, and I've been given the opportunity to do like a live version of the podcast. So oh, I'm in the process of like putting that all together. So if you fancy a little trip to Coventry on the 5th of March. Oh my God. You're more that than sounds, welcome. That sounds really, really good. The only issue is that I come back to the UK on the 5th of March from Australia. Oh, <laughs> well, it's not God. Bad, but who knows? Who knows with True. the with the rules changing True. and stuff like that. So I could possibly be available for that if the flight <laughs> go ahead and all that stuff. Um, but I'd, yeah, I'd love to. I, that, that's not, oh, Coventry is beautiful. 
oh this is exciting but as much as like I, I hope to god you get to australia because i imagine <laughs> is, have you have you been managed to, is this your first time going back yeah so god that was a weird laugh i just sometimes i hear my laugh back and i think oh, that mine's wow, the worst as well it's right <laughs> my whole like <laughs> i do like this <laughs> it's funny because when you're talking you just don't hear like i think my voice is really nasally when i listen to it back it's really weird but um i haven't been back in over two and a half years actually wow. so i haven't seen my my parents my grandparents in wow. that long um because of yeah all of the travel yeah. restrictions and stuff so i'm going back fingers crossed february no, uh, that's amazing i'm so excited but yeah good ah, i'm excited i bet I don't know why I'm excited. I'm not going, but like, I'm excited for you to go. <laughs> you must be able to feel. Are you? Have you got plans to travel anywhere? Or? Um, I had a slight um in around summer last year. I mm. uh, this year, sorry, I had a bit of a. I wouldn't say it was a mental breakdown. It was more of a. I can work from anywhere kind of moment. Like I'm taking this podcast, out, and I booked a. Mm. <laughs> I booked a one way flight to Vietnam for fe- <laughs> for oh, February. Wow. Um. I haven't saved. I haven't made any plans. There's a strong chance, obviously, I'm not going to be able to go. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh man, if, I hope you get to go. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I literally I have no idea. I just apparently I, I, I've, I've idea, was, but... I haven't been, but apparently it's amazing. And the street food, I love Vietnamese oh, food. Yeah, so bloody good. Um, yeah, you have to do it get up get on the motorbike uh, yes ride around i actually like drove one when i went to thailand i drove one through a monsoon <laughs> oh my god I still to this day do not know how i survived that <laughs> i kind of just wow. did that british thing like got off it took my helmet off and then just walked in like the hostel i was staying at just like i'm supposed to go for a beer now like a bit of a comedy film or something yeah very dramatic. Oh, um, that sounds good Coming to like the end of the show, I could sit here and talk to you all night. Like there was oh, so too. much that I think, but this is like my favorite. This is one of my favorite subjects. You probably, you probably, you probably can hear that I love talking about stuff. I love talking about good, you know, mental healthy type. I think that's you know you can become a bit obsessed. I do have a bit of an obsessive nature, as we know. <laughs> um, but no, I, I just genuinely not with cleaning like, your room. Like, you don't <laughs> not cleaning not with cleaning my room. But but yeah, um, I, I I love a chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I it it's just made me feel like really calm. It's actually made my day because today was a bit of a, a wobbly day. I like to call them. So I feel very nice and calm and relaxed. However these kind of questions now like I ask everyone we get and especially I love hearing these from when my when I have like a musical guest on so mm. can you remember the first song that kind of like made you feel something or made you cry I would have to go back to um yeah Cat Stevens father father and son because it was just the storytelling I find Cat, Cat Stevens to be probably my favorite Beautiful. songwriter of all time um and he just has a way with 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 words like if Jesus was a musician I know he's um he's uh follows the Islamic um yeah. tradition but we, me, me and my partner joke it's like he's a carpenter it's like an ancient he's like this I don't know he's just mm. he's, something's not adding up here yeah, I don't know he's just I mean I mean he had what am I even talking about he's just amazing he's like a prophet in a 
a musical prop, but I don't know. He's just otherworldly. I think that's what I'm getting. I think uh, that's what I'm go. getting. You're waffling. Um, but <laughs> I am waffling. I'm the perfect guest for this. Uh, but yeah, that moment because he his voice just connects to me like no one else else's oh I love that I love hearing stuff like this like it generally I, I don't know why like it just kind of it releases something and like in my head like oh, okay oh what's yours out of curiosity oh don't no one's ever asked me that there's <laughs> <laughs> always how never <laughs> how tame yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, um, oh. <laughs> um <laughs> for it would be um hometown glory by Adele because yeah, I'd, I'd say it quite a lot like it's a it's a beautiful song um but it was one of the last gigs like I went to before everything happened to my mum or we went to see mm-hmm. Adele so it just like even literally I don't know if you can't I don't know yeah I see, can but, see yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like even talking about it like it was just a real moment and there's a song that she did it called Swedish 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 Sweetest <laughs> <laughs> Devotion <laughs> and it's about her relationship like with her son I think it's like on the 25 yeah. album and it's yeah those two kind of do something to me but mm. what song gets you on the dance floor oh um I don't know why that came to my head but it's probably the most obvious thing I feel like it's the most obvious like song <laughs> in the UK is like when Mr Brightside comes on and everyone yes. gets coming out of my cage and I'm in it definitely love that uh, definitely Mr Brightside um yeah <laughs> you're definitely one of us <laughs> yes definitely I know I've been here too us. long <laughs> <laughs> oh god that has been so obviously it's nearly Christmas um I have a favorite Christmas song mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can work out where this is going <laughs> Oh my, my, that's so funny. Warm this winter. I, I like literally, I was asked, it's an old um, Connie Francis song, 1950s <laughs> tune. Uh, I was asked to do it and I thought, why? I, yeah, I was something I was actually asked to do and I, I wasn't sure if looking back on it. I was thinking, I didn't grow up with Christmas music. You know, we didn't have that snuggly, yeah. warm, nice Christmas. Um, but now I really appreciate Christmas. I'm so glad I, I did it and I was a bit of a Scrooge and now I'm not. Um, but it's, oh. it cracks me up that that, that song <laughs> kick comes comes back every year. Do you um, know what? You've always yeah. up. It's like a big like whack of Christmas, that song. It it's is. It's like It's like, oh God, it is brilliant. I absolutely love it. <laughs> oh no, it is. Yeah, it's a great, it does make you feel good, that song. It. It, it really does but um yeah <laughs> do you have a favorite Christmas song that's where I was going with that question it wasn't just like a nice build up to <laughs> no there's, there's actually hmm, I love obviously I love Little Drummer Boy um but I I also love what was I learning on I was listening to um Eartha Kitt's Santa Baby it's, it's so cheesy Ooh. but it's her version is like yeah. it's definitely not it's definitely not cheesy it's like it's so cool it's quite it's a sexy kind of dark song it's it quite, quite a sexy, sexy song yeah there's something a bit dark about it and she rolls her eyes like that it's kind of <laughs> scary but it's um yeah I love that version of that song I'm trying to think 
yeah those two so i do i do put like the guests on the spot i probably should like pre-warn them but i like to see my guests squirm a little bit when it comes to these questions <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, oh i'm gonna think of a better one later that's the one that came to my head straight away but um, let's get on here and talk about mental health and then throw those questions that i haven't told them about and <laughs> <laughs> watch my guest site <laughs> no that's fine <laughs> uh, you have been an absolute dream of a guest like i generally like my my cheekbones are like hurting if I'm like oh. smiling and laughing so oh, I'm sorry so, I've had such a nice time chatting with you and um yeah uh thank you for inviting me on and Anytime. yeah I can't, I can't and we're gonna to have to more we're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to do a round two because one of the big things I want to talk to you about was spirituality so yes we're gonna have to do a part two if that's in the new year <laughs> okay if that's all yes with you. definitely of course of course <laughs> you're an absolute <laughs> legend <laughs> you've been listening to the waffle shop podcast with me taylor james huge thank you to my incredible guest this week the phenomenally talented gabriella Chilby. make sure you check out her new ep as it is great as always if you like what you've heard hit subscribe and i'll see you next week 